Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's great to welcome back to the show one of the greatest athletes in the history of the world, and uh, that's not hyperbole. It is Ashton Eaton, the two-time Olympic champion in the decathlon, of course, the event that finds out who is the best all-around athlete in the world. And Ashton is here to talk about how he is um, hooked up with uh, Intel and Exos, E-X-O-L, uh, E-X-O-S, and um, Ashton, welcome back to the program. Uh, this is very interesting. What's going on with uh, Intel and Exos here? Hey, yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, basically at Intel, we were or we are developing a technology called uh, 3D athlete tracking, where we essentially use um, cameras to uh, you know video an athlete or a person performing some kind of motion, and then we use uh, computer vision and artificial intelligence to extract what the skeleton is doing, and then perform biomechanical analysis on that. And so with Exos specifically, um, we are working with them to just very basically analyze the uh, 40-yard dash for something like athletes preparing for a combine, um, and just giving you know, very simple metrics initially uh, to, to kind of prove out the, the, uh, the function, I guess, and the, and the use of the technology. Where are, I mean, we have had, you've seen it more than anybody, the advancements in nutrition and training and equipment and such things. But I remember hearing John Gruden say that, you know, at, at the draft, they were arguing about a guy's wrist size. And then they realized that they were start they were starting to get a little bit ridiculous. So yeah. when, I mean, because the whole thing, you can't measure heart, that whole thing as well. And on a day, mm-hmm. you could be in a good mood, a bad mood. How do you exactly. take that all in with the analytical part as well? I think that's the beauty of the human brain, and um, I, I still think, like, no matter how much technology and uh, what I'll call objective analysis or quantitative analysis we do or, or gather, we're still going to have to f- synthesize that information into some kind of meaning. You know what I mean? And I think that's still the art of coaching, um, the art of just the intuition, I suppose, um, there's still some unexplainable things about like team dynamics and, you know, whatever we want to call flow and stuff like that. But I think that the ultimate goal is the same, uh, regardless of how you get there, which is how do we get uh, faster, higher, stronger? And, you know, the reason for answering that question or those questions is, is probably personal to everyone. Uh, but for me specifically, um, it's, it's kind of just a, an inspiring one and um, an, an, an interesting one. And so if we look at something very simple as you use as a, in a thought experiment, like, like the 100-meter dash, world record's 9.58. It's like how much faster can we go? Um, what's required to get there? All we have to go on right now, all any athlete and coach has in the history of human performance up, up to date, uh, up till now, is feel and uh, basically vision. And then some kind of measurement, whether it's time, distance, height, uh, or speed. And that's it. So, like, all of our progress is based on feel. I mean, when an athlete goes and, and hits a tennis uh, ball, a you know, forehand in tennis, 10,000 times over their career or whatever, um, they're good because they've just developed a feel to equal whatever result they want. But what's missing is what they're actually doing. Like, they don't know what angle um, they're, they're – or, or what velocity their wrist is coming at. 
uh, in any of those. And they don't know what angle and things like that. And so what does that information allow us to do? Well, I think get better faster and then maybe get better overall. You know, it's funny. I remember um, when the Raiders were in L.A. and Daley Thompson from the U.K. won the decathlon. You know, he was the greatest athlete in the world. And he expressed an interest in playing for the Raiders, who mm-hmm. had won the Super Bowl in 83. And, and so Tom Flores, Hall of Fame coach, uh, took him out there. And he said, great athlete, uh, didn't know how to run a pattern, had no hands. And I was thinking, you know, it's like when I remember I saw Mike Tyson try to dribble a basketball, I was astounded that he was, you know, he was so bulked up. He had no idea how to dribble a basketball. So um, for you, though, I have, I would probably think not only could you dribble a basketball, I think you probably could play a receiver. I mean, <laughs> what's that like when you're the best athlete in the world, but then somebody's going to say, yeah, but you can't do that? Um, you know what? I would actually tend to agree with him. Um, I think what people miss when they talk about the best athlete in the world and trust me, like if my name is mentioned like on Twitter, for example, sometimes my name is mentioned in these. And so I obviously get the notifications. I'm just like, okay, here it goes again. (laughs) Um, But what people typically miss is that um, it's not like you're just taking one snapshot in time from, from an athlete like right now. Uh, When, I don't know, LeBron was younger, he was probably getting, he was probably getting beat by people. Like he still gets beat by people today, but he's, you know, he wasn't like always from the time he was four or whatever, just super good. And maybe that's not even true for somebody like, um, you know, Tiger Woods, who we all know started doing stuff when he was two. There's an evolution, but what I think makes an athlete and a good athlete is uh, two things. The rate at which they can pick up new skills and the range at which they can take those skills. And so I think what we define as talent is very fast rate and very far range. So now we can take that kind of thought and say, oh, yeah, LeBron is a really good athlete because he was good early and um, he's better uh, than most. Um, same with like Tiger and Torino and so on. Um, and so for Mike to, or for Daly to go play football, yeah, maybe he did like four or five practices and he wasn't good. But would he have gotten better, faster than somebody else who started? And then would he have given enough time, been able to take it far? Um, the answer is probably yes, just because that's, you know, to me, a definition of an athlete. You can, you can pick up things and take it far. No doubt. Last question for you. As somebody who, you know, growing up and you're training in Eugene and the great track program and facilities they have at Oregon, it seems like a no-brainer that you were going to be a duck. But on the other hand... You know, kids, they don't want to stay at home and have their mom come into their dorm or whatever. I mean, did you did you kind of want to, like, go to Florida State or Notre Dame? I mean, how was it hard to stay at home for college? You know, my options were pretty limited. <laughs> I, um, we didn't have a lot of money growing up. And college, like, just to get a scholarship was a massive um, achievement and something that I wasn't going to, like, you know, beggars can't be choosers kind of thing. And it just so happens that I also loved Oregon, so it really worked out well for me. But I, I really had no visions of kind of escaping home and going abroad or things like that. Um, it was really any any place that would take me and make it more affordable. Um, and so, you know, that was Oregon. Um, I, I also had the chance uh, at Washington State, uh, but ultimately chose the U of O. So, 
Yeah, I don't know about Pullman. No offense to them. You know, I think I, he made I, the right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> we've been yeah, we've been speaking with Ashton Eaton. Remember, Intel is partnering with uh, Exos to train NFL draft prospects. In fact, mm-hmm. um, eighty-three of Exos's clients did go to the NFL exactly. last year. Ashton, uh, thanks for your time, man. Uh, continued success, and look forward to catching up with you again real soon. Yeah, my pleasure. Take care. All right, uh, no doubt. And uh, no offense to Pullman, Washington, but uh, eh, I'll just say that. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Byland.